for Zion's sake I will not keep silent for Zion's sake I'll not hold my peace Welcome to For Zion's Sake Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. We're going to be talking about a very significant subject this week. And Junie, it has natural and, of course, we're going to talk about the spiritual implications because in this country... I think all of us are aware of these words, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And there's also a a saying that in America, there's liberty and justice for all. And we found out over these past 30 or 40 years, Shelley, that there is no longer that liberty and justice for all as we once experienced as children. And so we're becoming aware that the place to find that liberty and that justice for all is only in the Lord and his word. And we see that if we look at these words, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness and justice for all, that's exactly what we could find in only one place, as you're saying, Junie, and that is in the Lord. So we're going to be focusing in this week about the issue of liberty and what is liberty and what is freedom and what has the Lord freed us from? We find an example of this, Shelley, in Psalm 119, verse 45, and I will walk at liberty for I seek your precepts. And so we see when we seek the precepts of the Lord, we can walk. At liberty. Amen. And the other verse we're going to talk about is 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So we need to ask ourselves to begin with, what is liberty to a believer, Junie? And you know, when we think of liberty, I think the natural inclination is to say, well, liberty is a doing whatever we want. But the word, the scriptures warn us, We shouldn't make liberty a license where we can do whatever we want. But liberty in the Lord is the freedom. In other words, the freedom is given to us from the bondage that keeps us from doing what we ought. Because we're aware of the fact that sin makes us slaves. And sin is our master. And we are slaves to whatever masters us. And we need to have the Lord be our master in everyday life. And how can that come about? And even as we look at these scriptures, we're going to really see and learn something. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, we read, We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
and Jesus came to earth and fulfilled what was written about him. And that what was written about him we find in Isaiah chapter 61, one, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to prisoners. So again, Jesus is the only one who could set us free. And one of the main reasons he did come, of course, it's to bring salvation. But there's no true salvation if we remain afflicted. There's no true salvation if we remain to be brokenhearted. There's no true salvation if we're captive and we're in prison. And that's why Jesus came. This is liberty. And that's the glory of living a life that sets us free from the bondage of sin, the fear of death. Jesus came to destroy sin and to destroy death and to give us a new life that really is life, liberty, and the pursuit, not just happiness, but of true joy. And you know, Shelley, it's an important thing to remember that a personal relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob can only come through the knowledge of the Messiah, yes, Lord. the knowledge of our Savior. So it's so important for anyone who's listening, if you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord, if you find yourself brokenhearted and unable to be healed, if you find yourself a captive and feel as though within you're in prison, if you want to be unbound and set free, that is why Jesus came. And you can even pray now and give your heart to the Lord and ask him to forgive you for the wrongs that you've done in your life. Ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your personal Messiah, Lord and Savior, and ask for his mercy and his life to touch you because it is good news that he came for the afflicted to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the yes, captives thank you, Lord. and set the prisoners free. So you can turn to the Lord right now. We find another example of liberty and the pursuit of happiness or joy, as you said, in Romans 8.2. For the law of the spirit of life in the Messiah Jesus or in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. You know, I think of the uh, well-known verse, uh, Junie, about we have life through the Lord, but if we don't have his life, it's just a progression towards sin and death. And while you were talking, I also thought of another freedom that we need to be free from, and that is ourselves. And we'll see as we go through this week, freedom is coming under the jurisdiction of the Word of God. What do, what do you mean you have life in the law? I don't understand. In the Lord. Did I say law? I'm sorry. Life in the Lord will give us freedom. Life in God, life living by every word that proceeds from the mouth is true liberty. When we're not a believer, we'll think that's bondage. But we're in bondage to ourselves, and Jesus came that we might not live for ourselves, but also live for his glory. That's freedom. That's liberty. Because whether we know it or not, we're going to be a slave to someone or something. And as we'll see during the course of this week, the apostles and the disciples who were free, who turned the world upside down, one of their titles was called bondservants. 
And you'd think, Junie, I mean, if I heard that word and I wasn't a believer, I'd say, oh, I wouldn't want to be a bond servant. I don't want to serve anybody. Listen, we're either going to serve ourselves or we're going to serve the Lord. And, you know, it's joy serving the Lord. And I think to go a bit further, Shelley, it's not only serving ourselves. It's really serving the evil one, serving Satan. Because if we're not slaves or bond slaves to the Lord, we're really bond slaves to sin. That's right. And the wages of sin is death. And the one who brought sin into the world was Satan himself. And so it really is an encouragement that the Lord sets us free, and yet we allow him to live his life in and through us. And that sets boundaries. And the boundaries are good. They're not bad because they keep us safe and secure. In him. You know, you said it all, Junie, when you refer to that verse. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. That is liberty. So we have a choice, live in bondage or live in liberty. Another verse that we need to understand is Romans chapter 6, verse 18. We have been, this is past tense if we're a believer, we have been freed from sin and have become slaves of righteousness. So again, Junie, We see the difference between bondage and liberty. We're either going to be a slave of sin or we're going to be slaves of righteousness. It's one or the other. There's nothing in between. And it's interesting, Shelley, because the gospel in America doesn't really expound on these things as much. It's usually the promises or having your dreams fulfilled or prosperity. Really, But the truth of the matter is... We will either be bond slaves to the Lord or to sin. And I don't think many realize that as believers, if you can't get free from whether it's alcohol or drugs or lying or doing things that you know aren't right, we need to ask ourselves, Lord, where did I lose that key to set me free because Jesus is the one to set us free. And you know, if you ask him, he will answer you and show you and deliver you and heal you because we can live lives hidden with the Messiah, hidden with Christ in God, which will bring joy and peace and righteousness and what we're talking about this week. Liberty. Amen. Really. Well, let's go back, Junie, to the psalm, the verse that you read at first. That was Psalm 119, verse 45. And that word says, And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. So actually, when you look at this verse, Junie, it does not indicate how to obtain the liberty, but rather what the conditions of retaining it is. So the Spirit of God sets us free. But how do we keep that liberty? Well, I think we see it in the uh, first part of that verse. And it says, And I will walk. Walking throughout the New Testament speaks of progress. Walking in Scripture refers to our life in the Lord. So there needs to be, first, I will. I will walk in the ways of the Lord. And just by saying, I will it clearly indicates that we're setting our our eyes on a purpose, 
there's a divine determination that's inspired by the Holy Spirit, and that will bring us liberty. And by doing exactly what verse 45 says, we will keep that liberty, because how does he walk in liberty? David wrote, by keeping the Lord's precepts. And precepts refers to a way of life. It's our everyday conduct. And as we and we're coming to a conclusion today, and we'll start tomorrow's program with a great New Testament example, Junie, of what a precept is. But you know, Shelley, I didn't realize you're going to be reading this particular verse over again and expounding on it. But it is good that every listener and you and I, if there's an area in our life or in our life in general that we don't have that peace, that we've lost something that we once had when we first came to know the Lord and were on fire for him, that we might turn to him even now, that he might show us the way that we would have liberty and freedom in him. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have given us freedom and liberty, and we pursue the joy of the Lord that can only come through the power of the Holy Spirit. We pursue your precepts, Lord, that we might obtain that liberty and walk in it every day of our lives. Thank you, Lord. That we would be able to demonstrate and people could see what the Lord has done in our lives. We pray that for us and every one of our listeners in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund.